Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, October 31st, 2022. Happy Halloween and stand up for your country. Uh, We are living in scary times. Boy, you know, I mean, it's a long time, maybe too long. Um, And this election in eight days, I can't think of one that had the impact on our society. Not politics so much, but our society. Then this one does. If we don't course correct now, I don't think it's ever going to happen. And so that's why all of you who are believers in traditional America, you know, to be conservatives, Republicans or, you know, that doesn't matter to me. But if you want to see your society dismantled, don't vote. If you object to that, as I do, you got to get out there and get your friends out there, too, in a legal way, of course. Um, so the scariness of America is the subject of this evening's talking points memo. Pardon my voice. It's a uh, fall allergy season here on Long Island. Okay, so the decline in quality of life in America in the last two years has been staggering. The media won't acknowledge it. The Democratic Party won't acknowledge it. But it's there. And if you don't know it, you're just stupid. And I'll tell people that right to their faces. If they don't know it, I'll say, look, I don't mean to be insulting. But you're stupid. You're paying three times as much for gasoline in some cases, double for food and everything else. And if you don't think this Biden guy is responsible, you're not living in the real world. He is. Things don't change in two years that quickly. Doesn't happen. But he's done everything wrong and he has no potential to solve any problem. Any problem, no matter what it is, he can't do it because he doesn't know what's going on. And his party continues to back him with the progressives being gleeful that he's so incapacitated so they can run wild with insane stuff. And that's really what it is. So the quality of life in America has declined. Now, I want to do some fact-based stuff after we get through with the latest polling. CBS News poll out today. It predicts the Republicans will win um, at least 228 seats in the House. Democrats, 207. I put that number a little low. 
I think the uh, Republicans will uh, win more than that. But that's what CBS News says. Senate, they have Republicans winning 48, Democrats 47, and they don't know about five others. I have Republicans winning the Senate. Okay? Real clear politics, which is an aggregate, adds them all up. Um, They say Republicans are going to win 228 seats in the House at least. Democrats 174 at least. Senate, Republicans 48, Democrats 45. So you can see the trending is for the Republican Party. Now, these models don't work anymore. So the polling that we're getting and all this analysis off the polling, it's really bogus because what happens is the samples are so low and the people that are being spoken to are ill-defined. You don't know who they are. Let me give you an example. So Siena New York Times comes out with a poll today, very favorable to Democrats. And believe me, we'll deal with them on November 9th if they're wrong. And I'll deal with me on November 9th if I'm wrong. Is that fair? So it comes out with a poll that says Democrats are going to win Arizona, Nevada, uh, Pennsylvania, and the Senate. I look at the sample, 604 people were surveyed in Pennsylvania, 604. Now, the sample was evenly divided, but there was no definition on who the independents were. It was one-third independent, one-third Republican, one-third Democrat. Who are they? Did you call independents in Philadelphia? Or did you call them in northern Pennsylvania? This is a big difference. So you can stack any poll by saying, you know, the independents that we're looking for, we want to get them in near San Francisco or L.A. or New York City, because then we know there are more liberal minded independents and conservatives than if you go to Mississippi or North Dakota. You see how they can do that? And they do. Now, why would they do it? Because it's going to ruin their reputations. Number one, nobody remembers. Okay, so you don't remember one poll a day after it's out. So they can't be, they're not held accountable. Number two, the media, which pays for this Siena poll, New York Times pays for it, they want the Democrats to come out on top to bolster the spirits of the left-wing voters. So that's what you see. Now, again, I could be very wrong here. If I am, then next Wednesday, a week from this Wednesday, I'll uh, do a mea culpa. This is the crusher. CBS poll. 2,119 registered voters. That's legitimate. Not 604. Okay? 2,119 registered voters. They ask, you feel like things in the USA today are generally out of control, under control? Out of control, 79%. (laughs) Okay. That's my answer, too. Well, we got a Democratic president, Democratic House, and a tie in the Senate. So if they're out of control, what party is screwing up? And I don't think you say they were out of control two years ago. Maybe you would. Second question. Generally speaking, do you feel things in America are... Today are going well, 26%, going badly, 73%. 
going well 26%. People believe what they want to believe. And you can't shake them out of it. Even when I call, and I don't think I've done this. I'm trying to think back at this morning when I'm putting the memo together. Did I, did I insult anybody in the last month for supporting Biden or having liberal beliefs? I don't think directly I did because most people are afraid of me and they won't come up to me. Um, but anyway, the 26% feel things are going well in the country are just true believers on the left. Even if this was a Republican administration that was collapsing, you'd get the same number on the right. People believe what they want to believe. Democrats going well, 48%. Going badly, 52 So more Democrats than uh, feels badly than well. But 48% of the Democratic Party, they're just Kool-Aid drinkers. Republicans going well, 12%. Going badly, 88%. We live in the same country. This is unbelievable. Independents going well, 18%. Going badly, 82%. That is doom right there for the Democrats. And remember, this is a CBS poll put out by a liberal news organization. 82 to 18. Independent voters decide elections. Doom for the Democrats. And this is what my analysis is based on. Not wishing something. I don't do that. Okay? I look at the data. So anyway, the reason all this is happening is because Joe Biden is Herbert Hoover, reincarnated. Herbert Hoover, as you may know, took over in 1929. And the uh, Depression happened, I think it was four or five months after he was sworn in. And it was the worst economic disaster in American history. He sat there for three years and did nothing. And then FDR came in and waxed him. And then because FDR said, we got to do something. People are starving. Come on. Can't sit there. And there was all Herbert with his pipe. It's Biden. Now, Herbert didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. And he was not a believer in any kind of entitlements or anything like that. He was a class of conservative Republican. The Times did not need that then. So that's Biden. Okay. And that's the memo. President Biden comes to New York City today for a memorial service for Donald Blinken, the father of Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, uh, who died uh, in September at age 96. Then he goes back to D.C. to trick-or-treat or have somebody trick-or-treating near him or do some kind of trick-or-treating thing for the National Guard kids. Good. I hope they had fun. Uh, I just want to know who, who, who came as Kamala Harris. That's, that's what I want to know. All right, so Biden, uh, you know, memorial service and trick-or-treating. So over the weekend, uh, this is just three days ago, they wouldn't let Biden campaign over the weekend, they the Democratic machine. So anyway, he, uh, he's talking at a Pennsylvania Democratic Party reception. Roll the tape. They're still determined to eliminate the Affordable Care Act. And by the way, if they do, that means, not a joke, everybody, that's why we were defeated in 2018 when they tried to do it. We went to 54 states. It is just wonderful to be back in Oregon. And over the last 15 months, we've traveled uh, to every corner of the United States. Uh, I've now been in 57 states, I think. (laughs) 
So Biden thinks there are 54 states, Obama 57. No wonder they won the last couple of elections. You know, all those states, we didn't know. <laughs> anyway, Obama is just tired. I'm giving him a pass on that. Biden is, doesn't know what he's saying. He just doesn't know what he's saying at any given moment. All right, talking about uh, Barack Obama, he's the only Democrat nationally has any credibility at all. There's nobody else, okay? Kamala Harris, where is she? She's trick-or-treating, I guess, tonight. I don't know. Not campaigning for anybody. Biden, as I said, they kept in Delaware. His wife went out to campaign. They wouldn't let him go. Uh, does that tell you? So anyway, um, Obama shows up at the key states where Democrats are in trouble. And he's in uh, Detroit campaigning for uh, Governor Whitmer and says this. If you wouldn't just interrupt people in the middle of a conversation. It's not how we do things. And this is part of the point that I want to make. Just basic civility and courtesy works. And that's what we want to try to encourage. So, listen, that's okay. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Quiet down, quiet down. Look, it, listen. Hey, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold on a minute. This is, listen everybody. Hey, y'all up there, pay attention. Here's what happens, listen. No, 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 I, I, I mean, this is part of, not only is this an example of what I'm talking about, but it's also an example of how we get distracted. All right. So uh, Mr. Obama is being heckled by, uh, you would assume, right wingers. I don't know who they were. Um, when I go out to speak, I, I don't. Miller did, uh, but I, I don't. You know, I would ask for security to remeet, remove the people who were disrupting. That very rarely happened in the Miller O'Reilly shows. Didn't happen in any of the four Trump shows. One woman in, I think it was uh, Fort Lauderdale, was out of control. And I, I said, Mitt Liddy, you either sit down and you listen to the presentation because that's where the other 10,000 people are here for, or I'm going to have you removed. That's what I said to her. I'm not going to banter back and forth. But Obama is right. You just can't have that kind of anarchy in a uh, political presentation. It's not right. Okay, so Obama's going to Vegas. Uh, Senator Cortez Masto, I believe, is going to lose to Laxalt. Then he's going to Phoenix. And uh, Kelly is uh, up against uh, the incumbent Democratic Senator. Senator uh, Mark Kelly's in trouble there. Pennsylvania on Saturday with Joe Biden going to Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. So we'll see if uh, Barack Obama still has the magic. Okay. All right, let's go to the Paul Pelosi attack. Look, I wrote a column on it. I wrote the morning's message on it. Both are accessible on BillOReilly.com. We uh, would like you to check in with us every morning for the daily message. And then, you know, we have a great website, fact-based website. And anyway, the Pelosi attack. I'm going to run it down so everybody understands. 2.20 a.m. Friday, October 28th, some maniac shows up at the 
Pelosi residence. Cops say uh, he broke down the door in the back and entered the home. Nancy Pelosi was in Washington, D.C. The suspect, David De Pepe, 42 years old, a homeless drug addict, according to authorities, uh, had a hammer. He lives in a homeless encampment in Oakland. This is all uh, according to authorities and local reporting. He hits Paul Pelosi in the head with the hammer as the police arrive. Okay, he's charged with attempted homicide. I think federal charges will be forthcoming against this guy anyway. This maniac should be taken off the street forever because he did it. You know, when you say due process, if there's a dispute, there isn't here. He did it. He's got to be taken off. So anyway, Channel 7 out there uh, in San Francisco doing pretty good reporting on this. Um, Pelosi got a fractured skull. He's still in a hospital. And they tracked down uh, De Pape's uh, former girlfriend. And he had a number of children with this woman. The girlfriend is in prison for kidnapping a 14-year-old boy. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, she says that the Pape doesn't really have any uh, ideology, just doesn't like the government in general. And um, from what she knew, and the guy lives with this guy for seven years, uh, he was a progressive, like she was. That's what she says. Primary source. Okay. Now, did you hear that on the news? No. Didn't hear that on the news. It is true that there were blogs authored by this guy with anti-Semitic content and threats against reporters who were criticizing Donald Trump. But this guy looks to me to be a maniac. He's all over the place. And um, that's we have that as hard news data as well. So it is an open question if this is an ideological attack. Certainly the fame that Nancy Pelosi has led to the attack because he was going, where's Nancy? Okay. He wanted to confront Nancy Pelosi for whatever reason. And I don't think we're ever going to get any lucidity out of this nut, but that's why he was there. That doesn't mean he was a MAGA or a Republican or conservative. It doesn't mean that at all. Yet the White House says this, go. The thing that is probably the most haunting uh, about when we hear the reports of this assailant, of the attacker that you were, we were speaking of, is that he was, he was yelling out the things that we heard during January 6th, which is, where is Nancy? You know, that's a stretch. If he's breaking in the house, he's not breaking in because of Paul Pelosi. He's breaking in because of Nancy Pelosi. Okay? So, yeah, he would say, where's Nancy? To Come on. But anyway, this is a kind of irresponsible garbage. And whenever you hear Joe Biden doesn't want to be divisive, he wants to bring everybody. This is crap. Dishonest garbage. Now, she's not alone. L.A. Times, Maureen Dowd, columnist for The New York Times, Bob Woodward is Dowd. OK, doing what her masters wanted to do. Now, he's lost his mind. Woodward totally lost. He blames Trump for this. Totally lost his mind, this guy. So, and on and on. There were a lot of lesser lights. But then right away, they don't know anything. 
I mean, I had my staff right away investigate this. I know the San Francisco local media. I said, go here, there, go here, there. Find out what happened. And the worst thing was the conspiracy theories. Oh, now I made a mistake over the weekend and I put it in my radio broadcast. And those listening to me now on the radio, I apologize for this mistake because there was a report out that said Elon Musk banned conspiracy theories about the Paul Pelosi case from Twitter, as he should have. He should have, but he didn't. So if you go there, it's just as much a sewer as it's ever been. So these people, they don't know anything. Oh, it's this, it's that, it's this, it's that. Awful. I can't tell you how bad this is. I hope that every one of my viewers and listeners do not do this. You know, you don't want to listen to me or watch me if you're in this conspiracy crew. You don't. That is so harmful to you as an individual in a country. I can't even tell you how harmful that is. Wait till the facts come out. And if you don't think you'll ever get the facts, then I don't know what to tell you. I assume you're watching and listening to me because you know I'll get them. I got a good one about uh, the Supreme Court leaker. I hate to digress, but this is important. They're not even looking for him. John Marshall, the Supreme Court Chief Justice, assigned the U.S. Marshals to investigate who leaked the Alito abortion memo. The U.S. Marshals don't have subpoena power and didn't ask for it and didn't ask the Justice Department to send in the FBI or anybody else with subpoenas to interview people. I just found that out. So everybody's going, Where, where's the Supreme Court leaker? Nowhere. They didn't want to find him or her. That's where. Nowhere. Whose fault? Marshall's fault. Okay? Roberts. John Marshall was way back. Roberts's fault. They don't want to find him. It's unbelievable. And you're in that conspiracy crew. You're right. The federal government is not an equal justice for all enterprise. It is not. But it's my job to find out. And I'm not buying this conspiracy garbage. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's gonna get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take 
away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right. Now, one of the most intriguing races is Zeldin for governor of New York against Hochul, who is the incumbent Democrat. Okay. Now, Zeldin is gaining, and I believe Zeldin's going to win. Hochul is desperate now because under Hochul's short regime, she took over from Andrew Cuomo. The state has collapsed in the crime, criminal justice area across the board. Okay. So here's what Hochul's putting out. Go. They have this conspiracy going all across America to try and convince people that in democratic states they're not as safe. Well, guess what? They're also not only election deniers, they're data deniers. Uh, All right, here's the data. You ready? This is just New York City. Violent crime in the subways, which most people depend on to go to work, okay, up 41% in the last year, 41%. But they're data deniers, right? Governor Hochul just lied right to everybody's face. Subway ridership. This is an unbelievable stat. Pre-pandemic, average 142 million people a year. 142 million. Now, 81 million. There's a reason. There is a reason. People are scared. 25 New Yorkers or out-of-towners have been pushed onto the subway tracks by maniacs this year alone. And that woman has the gall to sit there? Oh, they're data deniers. Because she cherry-picks a couple of, you know, places where crime is going down. Oh, Long Island's crime down 15%, she says. Well, who runs Nassau County? Republicans run it. And they have a tough police chief and a tough police force. This isn't New York City, even though we border it. Oh, I I just think (laughs) I I don't pray for victory or defeat for anybody, but uh, smart life. Okay, so you got a pen and paper. You should always have one listening to us. I hope this helps comes from our friend Antonio from Staten Island. So there's an app. Don't ask me what an app is, but there, there is one. It's called Too Good To Go. Okay? It's free to download this app. It's available on Android and Apple. No idea. Here's what it does. You sign up, and then customers, they send you a list of restaurants that are selling food at very reduced prices, food that they can't use. Not old food, not bad food, but food that they just have to move fast. So you get a list in your area of restaurants who are doing this. And so you'll save up to 80% on your phone bill, on your food bill, if you want to use this app. Again, two, T-O-O, good to go. If you guys use it, let me know. Thank you, Antonio, for this. This day in history, October 31st, 1941, construction completed on Mount Rushmore. This is an interesting story. 81 years ago today, Halloween, this mammoth um, undertaking, 
about 15 years in the making, um, carved four heads into a mountain in South Dakota. I've been there. Magnificent. The heads are George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, Theodore Roosevelt. Now, it is, it is a stunning, stunning piece of Americana. And the only problem is that the Lakota Sioux um, opposed it because that was stolen land, and it was. If you read uh, Killing Crazy Horse, the U.S. government just stole that land from the Sioux, violating a treaty at its side. And the Sioux were not happy about that. There is a monument to Crazy Horse uh, a few miles away, but it's not completed yet, and it should be completed by the federal government. They owe the Lakota Sioux that, and it should be completed. So anyway, um, all kinds of interesting things about Mount Rushmore. Cost about a million dollars to put up. Uh, that's 20 million today, but if you did it today, it cost you 50 to 100 million. Couldn't do it with the unions and all of that. You just couldn't get it done. No casualties, nobody killed in the building of it. Um, it's about 5,725 feet above sea level. And there was a poll taken by our friends at the New York Times because there's room for two more faces, presidential faces, on the mountain. Um, and here's, uh, they said, who would you like to see up there? FDR, far and away, number one. Dwight Eisenhower, number two. Barack Obama, number, uh, number three. Barack Obama. And Ronald Reagan, number four. Those are the preferences of people who would like to see uh, the two filled in. So I guess FDR and Ike would be the ones that would get it with this poll. But that's never going to happen. Number one, it's public works. not going to happen. But the crazy horse thing, that's really bad. Federal government should have a little respect for Native Americans, don't you think? And I hope you read Killing Crazy Horse along with all the other killing books, and you'll learn a lot. Okay, so we will go uh, to a short break, and then we'll go to the mail. Lots of mail over the weekend. Might have been the most mail we've ever gotten. Uh, so much stuff going on with the election and Pelosi and all of that. It's a good mail segment. And then we'll do a final thought on Halloween. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's go to the mail segment. Michael Drell, Los Angeles. Bill, the Democrats' theory that the Republicans are responsible for the despicable, vicious attack on Paul Pelosi lacks credibility. The attacker is delusional and criminally insane, and that says it all. I agree with you. But do you know how many of these people are living on the streets in the Bay Area? I think you probably do because you see it in L.A., Mike. It's just thousands, tens of thousands. If you take narcotics over a long period of time, you become psychotic. It's not like you could take all of this stuff into your system and not have your brain explode. And you got all of these zombie people living 
and no one supervised him, no one held to account. Do you realize that if you are a homeless drug addict in America, you have more rights than a person raising a family responsibly? You have more rights. Or whatever you want to call it, you can commit crimes at will. You can take your illegal substances anytime you want in front of children. You can encroach on private property. You can do whatever you want. Now, how did this happen? Because of the progressive left. They're victims. These people are victims. And, you know, I I forgot one thing when I was analyzing the Pelosi. When uh, Jean-Pierre and uh, Dowd and Woodward and the rest, the L.A. Times, when he immediately accused Republicans, they forget about Steve Scalise, the congressman who was shot by a Democrat, progressive Democrat. They forget about Brett Kavanaugh, where a fanatical leftist was outside his home with a gun. And they forget about Lee Zeldin, who was campaigning when a guy came up to him with some kind of knife gizmo on the stage. Those are all recent, except for the Scalise. So do these people have any sense of fairness at all? No, they don't. They're propagandists. They, Woodward disturbs me because I've known him for a long time. That disturbs me. He's one of the best reporters ever. He's crazy now. Trump drove him crazy, literally. Trump drove Bob Woodward crazy, even though Bob Woodward made millions of dollars hammering Donald Trump. Trump drove him nuts. Okay. Uh, Constance Van Bellingham, or Cut California. I was sad to hear about Paul Pelosi's break-in and that he was injured. But it made me realize if someone could get that close to him on the palatial estate, what will stop someone from entering my small home? There you go. Police is reactive. Policing is reactive in this country, not proactive. Okay, that comes in the politicians. You got to stop it before it gets out of control. But they don't. It's all respond, respond, respond. And I wrote this in uh, the column. If uh, Nancy and Paul Pelosi had believed in self-protection and had a gun in their home, that intruder might have been facing a totally different situation, correct? A legal gun. That's self-protection. Does that make sense to you? Make sense to everybody? That's why the Second Amendment is there. Self-protection. But they don't believe in self-protection. They don't. You're on your own. So you're living in a ranch in Montana, 20 miles from a local sheriff's office, you don't have a right to protect yourself? Is that what we're looking at here? Yeah. That's how it is. It's just insane. I laugh, but it's not funny. It's tragic how far off course we've gotten in this country. All right, this is Carolyn, who's a concierge member. We uh, hope you check that out for uh, holiday giving and Become one yourself. Your life will be improved drastically. I guarantee it. Carolyn says, I agree that we are at a terrible place. We hear about an attack such as this and immediately question the validity of the facts as they've been presented or rejoice that the pundits can exploit it by blaming 
the far left or the far right, political enemies for causing it. It's a bad place. Psychologically, in this country, we're in a bad place. It's true. Candace, concierge member. Thank you, Candace. I do feel badly for Mr. Pelosi, but even he should see it as the policies of his own wife that have allowed this to happen. Of course, they try to blame Donald Trump, and anyone with half a brain would be able to sit that one aside this time around. Of course. Of course. It's not that Donald Trump was proactive on crime because he was the president, wasn't the attorney general. I I would have liked to have seen more proactive, especially in Chicago and places like that, policies from the Trump administration. But he was certainly a law and order guy. No doubt about it. Ronald Boudreau, Estero, Florida. Bill, I agree with your thoughts as respects Joe Biden leaving office. Problem with Democrats is that they're left with Kamala Harris, who they would be concerned about with taking over. Is it plausible that Ms. Harris could be replaced with someone else? No. If Joe Biden, if the Democrats get wiped out, then Joe Biden is going to be a big deficit for the Democratic Party in 24. It's not going to run again. So they've got to reorganize their messaging and their personnel. So Harris would be a placeholder. All right. If the Senate and the House go Republican, Harris will never get anything done. Now remember, this is conjecture on my part. I don't have any solid facts to back it up. But I'm pretty savvy when it comes to this political world. They're going to sit there for two years with Joe Biden, who doesn't know how many states there are. I can't even conceive of it. And they have an out. He physically can't do the job anymore or mentally, whatever way they want to put it. Health reasons. Harris gets in. She sits there. And then there's a free for all about the primary, Democratic primary. Dennis Owaja, um, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You mentioned on uh, the No Spin News about New York employees that refused the COVID vaccine being entitled to back pay in their job. Aren't military service members who were terminated for refusing the vaccine in the same category? No. They're federal. New York State Supreme Court state ruled that the people who didn't take the vax couldn't be fired, had to be replay, had to be put back in their job and get back pay. Feds are a whole different thing. It's a different system. And they could, military members could sue and try to get the same ruling, and they may, but not automatically. Bob Duncan, Ferdinand, Indiana. At the end of every No Spin News, I ask Siri, Siri, the definition of the word of the day, so I can quickly improve my vocabulary. Well, that's good. Siri's a voice in a can, right? Yeah, Siri's something. It answers. You know, the nuns, when they were teaching this vocabulary, they say, if you look it up, you'll never forget it. If I tell you what the answer is, you'll forget it in uh, 45 seconds, which is true. If, you, if you're laborious and you go and you have to do something, look it up, you're much more likely to remember it. But I don't know about Siri. All these things frighten me, by the way. Uh, Scott Banning is in Charleston, South Carolina, just up the coast from Myrtle Beach. Uh, another intriguing debate with Cuomo on News Nation. It's what we need. Thank you, and please thank Chris for me. Well, I don't know if I'm going to thank him, but 
I'm on there tonight, Halloween, of course. They're going to put me on. Now, News Nation, the cable news network. So I'm going to do some debates with Cuomo. They're pretty interesting, I think. And we told you why uh, we want to spread the word. And it's working pretty well so far. But, it, you know, Cuomo knows that these are good segments. And there are not a lot of uh, people who can provide that any longer. That's for sure. Marguerite Gajewski, Cedar Park, Texas, just finished Killing the Legends. Once again, you and Martin Dugard hit it out of the park. Enjoy the book. Looking forward to the next one. There'll be one more Killing book. We're under contract for one more. And I will announce, uh, I think maybe a week before Christmas, what it is. We're writing it now. Uh, not an easy book to write, uh, but it's going to be good. And we, I'm really glad that, Marguerite, you enjoyed Killing the Legends. You know, this book has not broken through yet. I think it will for Christmas. It's done very well, sold a lot of copies. But it hasn't broken through uh, with the political audience. The people who are not so political, they're scarfing it up. But there are big political components in this about our society and how we evolve. Thank you again, Marguerite, for the kind words. So we'd like you to go to uh, the Bill O'Reilly Christmas store officially opens the day after the midterm election, November 9th. We'll officially open it. And then we have all kinds of stuff. But here's the deal, as Joe Biden uh, often says, we're going to try to save you as much money as we can save you. Because this year when you go shopping, because, you know, store is going to jack up everything for Christmas, everything they can. We're not going to do that. I'm going to keep it very, very. Now, there are 19 million of my books in print, so a lot of people like them. And to give them a whole set, 12 killing books, or we're going to have a three-pack, you know, that's a great gift. And not to mention the concierge and premium memberships at BillOReilly.com. So have really good gifts. Shows people you care about them. So that is coming. Word of the day, do not be imperious, I-M-P-E-R, I-O-U-S. Back with the final thought on Halloween in a moment. Okay, Halloween, unique American holiday. But as we reported on the radio today, it's now overseas everywhere. China, the little Chinese kids trick-or-treating. A lot of tricks over there in China, so be careful. Um, Argentina, Russia. I don't know if Putin's allowing it this year, but... um, Trick-or-treating, Halloween, just like everything else that we do, now everybody wants to do it. But I remember being a kid and uh, vividly, and I loved Halloween. I, I, it was, I didn't care about the candy or any of that. I just wanted to get out with my friends, raise a little hell. We never did anything really bad. We had a few water balloons, some shaving, the shaving cream, and, but, you know, Innocent stuff. But it's so much, so much fun. Now, Halloween in my neighborhood is a little sedate. Um, but I have good stuff for the urchins. You know, I give them good stuff. And then I'm going to go to uh, Turner Classic Movies to watch. They have a cycle of monster movies. <laughs> I love those monster movies in the 1940s. Ah, oh, there you go. Unbelievable. There's like 18 Frankenstein movies. <laughs> Son of Frankenstein. Revenge of Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein goes to the barber. Frankenstein does a will. I, you know, it just never ends. 
And they're just so, and the performers, you know, we're talking about really good actors in these movies. And they, they just play it so well. I think one of my favorites of all time um, is the Mel Brooks Frankenstein movie. Hysterical. Really, you can watch that five, six times. So if you're looking for something to watch tonight and you can get Mel, okay, or go to TCM, that's my advice to you to have a fun Halloween. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow.